0: It's pretty fun
1: i don't uh I don't like fun oh. this is-
0: well, then have I got a show for you hell. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Rune Terrible Radio. I am your host, Blevins. With me, as always, is Saucy Man, Man. What's
1: up? Hey, how's it going, dude?
0: It's going great. Uh, Despite uh, Discord making us want to sound like 1920s radio announcers, uh, we found a way.
1: Yeah, we we were having some technical difficulties, so there's no... uh, our faces on video or for anyone who's uh live um but it, it, i think it worked out because i uh, i was having some visual technical difficulties i was joking about this before the sh- before the show when mm-hmm. levins and i were hanging out so uh, I, I work for a company and we're we've all been required <laughs> to go back to the office for a while now but now we're because there's a pandemic going on we're required to wear masks in our own offices all day even if there's no one around us mm. or if our doors locked and no one can come in so i have this beautiful mask line through my beard that just accentuates my voluptuous chin yep
0: <laughs> it's so <laughs> bad Yes, yeah, so we can see your mask line. You need to wear a uh, you need to wear a mask thong instead, so we don't yeah. see your mask line
1: anymore. Yeah, which that's that's <laughs> on the way. That's I, I ordered through a uh, a skeevy website that I, I can't don't think I can legally say. Yes, it's I think called it
0: PlayRuntera it uh, Yeah, <laughs> no, but we will be looking at PlayRuntera for we will sure because we got a new patch and a new event. Oh my God, saucy! This event we got an event we oh. got.
1: Cool labs gauntlet. Uh, what what do we else we got? We got uh, one. There's only I think one balance change. Nothing really changed mm-hmm. this pet mm-hmm.
0: Oh well, okay. I forgot. Like, yeah, golden narwhal.
1: Golden narwhal. It got changed. Oh,
0: so. that's right. That was the one that mattered. The golden narwhal change.
1: That's the one I've been calling for. I've been like, "We need uh, the gold, golden narwhal change, please, Rito, please." Uh, uh
0: yes, please. If we can have, um, yes, if we could have, um, if we could play, if we could play golden narwhal, then that would, that would, that would be great. I would just, I would just, I would just love if I could, if I could, if I could play golden narwhal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. It's actually actually low key though. Golden narwhal might actually be legit. I don't know. I mean, it's yeah,
1: it's. it's- it's interesting. It is an interesting one.
0: We'll certainly be talking about that in just a bit. But Saucy, we've had some we've had some uh, Runeterra escapades uh, since we last talked. At least on the ladders and whatnot. How how's your how's your week been in uh, in Runeterra?
1: So uh, I have to say, and this is not a joke, the last week for me on ladders, probably the most fun I've ever had in this game. <laughs> uh, I know I know there's been a lot of criticisms of the meta. Uh everyone who is a lot more competitive and cares about the rank a lot more than me has been uh upset about things with good reason. Um but I've I've discovered my new love of Smooth Soloist and <laughs> I've been playing a Smooth Soloist shipwreck hoarder combo deck that uses counterfeit copies to put Lots of shipwreck hoarders in your deck. You make them cheap <laughs> with smooth colouist. Oh it's playing uh, lore of the depths. So it, in in oh, in any game where you're actually getting to play any of these, they're mm-hmm. like one mana uh, <laughs> shipwreck hoarders, and you fill your entire deck in hand with treasures, and it is um, <laughs> it is so so fun. Uh, yeah, I've had some of the most insane games I've ever played with that deck, and it's been. Uh, it's been crazy. We've, yeah, there's been games where I just like play a treasure and just win on the spot. Cause I get like atrocity and also just like, uh, giant dudes and just crazy <laughs> stuff. So that, yeah, it's been the awesome. most fun I think I've had in this game <laughs> this last week or so.
0: That is awesome. Yeah. It's, uh, people have been complaining a lot about the meta and diversity in the meta. And I, I mean, so many, many, many of you know that I keep a, uh, a log, a spreadsheet actually that's available that you can actually uh, copy for yourself at discord.me slash radio. in the resources tab. Um, I keep a track of every single ranked game I play in the season. So like I literally have a log of uh, 302 games that I've played this season. Um, so when people are saying oh the meta is so undiverse I literally have I mean 300 games is not obviously a gigantic sample size if you look at the entirety of um, you know the player base but I mean it's not nothing right (laughs) 300 games
1: I'd say that's a few
0: yeah and, and like yes there are there are you know I could look and see that I play you know against a lot of Darius Draven and the Darrowing deck and a lot of ash noxus and whatnot but like there's a lot more diversity than reddit or twitter might let you uh let you uh think so um yeah i i this season has been really up and down for me but i finally found a groove with uh uh Braum elusives actually which okay (laughs) as we'll talk about uh in in this patch is uh he he's he that that deck is probably done at least in it in its previous form but i ended up playing i ended up going f- from uh diamond three is where i started and i played it all the way to masters which was ended up being like seventy games so sixty percent win rate with it which is you know mod modest i think i think most people yeah. would be like an eighty seven percent win rate to masters it's like okay dude well did you keep track of all your get uh oh, great. Didn't think so. Nope. Uh, I doubt it. Or maybe you did. I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, that, that deck really... I don't know what it was. I was actually talking about it on stream yesterday. I, like... The whole season, I had done, like, you know, five games here and then switch decks. Or, like, three games here, switch decks. One deck. Didn't like it. Switched. I'd, I had a couple of ten-game runs and then, like, had a, a, a lost streak and, and switched. And then, for whatever reason... I just stuck with uh Brahma Elusives for seventy games. Um and ended up getting there. So that That's was awesome. good.
1: I mean, showed you like the deck.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think it, it had a lot of game to it. But uh it doesn't matter anymore because uh, I think four or five I think four or five cards in the deck got nerfed so uh that, that's a couple that's a couple cards it's at least one two it's definitely three is there a fourth one there might be a fourth one i don't remember we'll we'll talk about it in uh in just a bit but yeah i mean i think ladder um it's we, we don't need to go too deep into it because i think it's a it's a recurring topic but i think if you keep track of your games and actually look at what you're playing against and what you've played against and what you're playing you'll have a much uh more nuanced opinion of what the the air quotes meta actually looks like rather yeah. than just reading it on Twitter and be like, it's nothing but Brahm and Nivia and Darius Draven. It's like, well what about yeah. this uh what about this Garen Brahm deck I played or this Lux Brahm deck I played or this Bra- you know like- <laughs>
1: Or the smooth soloist shipwreck exactly.
0: deck Exactly yeah. I mean yeah, and, and, and
1: this is so this is another thing. So if this is your First card game or you're not super well versed in card games so this uh cycle we're in at this exact moment happens in literally every single card game mm-hmm. there is and it's when there's new cards on the horizon and we know new stuff is coming yep everyone starts complaining about what we have mm-hmm. so it, it's like we want the new shiny stuff so we're like oh everything sucks right now i'm everything. gonna quit until the yeah. new set blah 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 yep so yeah. it, it always happens
0: yeah i had a uh I had a a copy pasta that I was throwing around in uh, in some twitch chats that is uh, card in all caps is really strong right now and banning card would make the format perfect remember old meta when card 2 was good man those were great times but current meta is the worst the game has ever been Reddit uh yep. like and and that that goes for every it goes for every card game and every meta. And the funny thing yep. is is that people oh so fondly I can't wait for people uh in in you know in two months to be like, man, remember when elusives was good? Remember when that was playable? Those are fun times. It's like uh remember when Bra remember remember when you could actually play Basilisk Rider? Uh you everyone hated yeah. that. Remember when yeah, Harrowing it- was a finisher? Uh <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Everyone hates oh what they're doing now, so the grass is always greener on the other side, both in the future and in the past. So it's just yep, funny. Yep, it's exactly. Funny
1: Man, I I I missed old spooky karma with crazy harrowing. <laughs> that deck yeah. was sweet when you just yeah. revive all your opponents' gigantic stuff. It was yeah, so
0: good. It was so good. Man, I remember 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 War Mother's call being amazing. Uh, I remember when it was when um. When uh, Weirding Stones was two mana, and we got to get a we, we got to get a She Who Wanders. Oh man, that was those were great times. Yeah, no. Exactly. Yeah, everyone remembers the old times fondly.
1: <laughs> I do remember two mana Weirding Stones. Ugh, I remember I four that. power and Draven. Five six Avarosian Hearthguard. <laughs> yep.
0: And four power Draven, I miss him.
1: <laughs> oh my god! Could you imagine if Draven was a four three right now? <laughs>
0: Is it's so draven time
1: <laughs> it is. i've actually I, so i i uh another thing i did before we get into the segment mm-hmm. so uh we were compiling some numbers and doing some maths and i found leeson was by far my least played champion okay. in the entire game okay um so last night i decided you know what uh we had nola gold on and he had that cool uh draven uh index, so i yeah. played it and uh uh, dra- leveling up Draven's really easy. Yeah, <laughs> like I level them up all the time in that mm-hmm. deck uh, when you have support for it because right. you're keeping them alive and stuff. But yeah, Draven leveled up is a he's a monster. He does some stuff.
0: Yeah, and uh, oh, by the way, he has Overwhelm. <laughs> people forget Which that. People
1: still forget. It's great. <laughs> like yeah, I'll block this Draven. I'm like, oh, all right, take three. <laughs> yeah, I, I
0: think we've mostly seen Draven in like aggro shells. So it's like. You're not really. You don't really want to invest a, an, an extra card in the second axe. You just want to discard an axe to an axe to get the one attack, usually, or like axing them to kill them. But when yeah. you're playing a deck that's more mid range, like you can, it's actually quite easy to level up Draven. <laughs> but no one ever plays him like that.
1: Yeah, exactly. That
0: might change with some of these card changes that we'll be talking about. Um, Were there card changes? There are a couple card changes. Um, I did kind of want to talk about Twitch Rivals, but, uh, I think, so I, I'll give, I'll give my like quick thoughts on Twitch Rivals. And if you have okay, anything to add, do. so yeah. I don't know if you, if you watched yeah, yeah. it or not, but I, I think
1: uh, I have huge, I, I have huge thanks for it. Oh, okay.
0: Good, 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 good. Uh, so I think again, like when we talked about the first Twitch Rivals event, it is a net positive thing for the community in general to have a twitch rivals event is it the most competitive event out there no are there were there a lot of good players in this event yes absolutely there were um, and i think a lot of people saw a lot of new people saw runeterra and 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 that's great um and uh i think the only thing that left not even a sour taste in my mouth but just like uh kind of a meh feeling was that the rune terror and also the TFT portion for what it's worth was just kind of like glossed over in terms of like how the actual tournament tournament worked. Yeah. It's like you can do, um, like you can do, you can win both TFT and rune and bomb in league. And it doesn't matter. You just lose. Like league was yep. worth so many more points than both TFT and rune terror. Um, all the players and captains knew that, so they obviously drafted mostly league-focused teams. Um, I thought it was really cool. I mean, we saw a bunch of people that we've had on the show and that we know in the event, which was really cool. And hugs yep. uh, casted the NA side, which was really awesome. Um, but yeah, I, and I I don't think I and and there's also still questions about the like the time limit and whatnot. Like it was still 50 minutes or whatever. But um, regardless, I think. Um, overall it was a good event it's it's good for the community but it's not an event that is catered for hardcore runeterra players and and fans
1: mm-hmm. yeah it's pretty much all i was gonna say I, I watched a little bit you and i were watching some of the same games yeah um i was watching some of the stuff solely just because i like hugs and was wanting yeah. to watch hugs cast mm-hmm. uh but the, the, the fact that it was you know league of legends overshadowed the entire thing Mm -hmm. and i don't play league or have any interest in league Mm -hmm. um i didn't end up watching really any of it i watched very little i watched casanova yeah and uh it was about it
0: yeah i think it's i mean i've talked about um not on the show or anything but just with other people through the course of me doing like gaming and esports stuff about like It always seems like a good idea to do like a triathlon or something. It's like, oh, what if we had like the Battle Royale triathlon where we play one game of Call of Duty Warzone, one game of Fortnite and one game of PUBG and like the winner takes it all. And it's like that's kind of an interesting thought in in theory, kind of like this uh Twitch Rivals event is an interesting thought in theory though I will give Twitch I will give Riot more credit because it all ties together with the Spirit Blossom thing which is really awesome um yeah. but the like the whole triathlon thing it I think it is a cool attempt in um in theory but it it ends up like leaving it like mildly satisfies everyone but fully satisfies zero people is what it does yeah, it's, like, yeah it's, it's yeah
1: it's 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 so interesting because like on paper you'd be like okay we have these three different games with different audiences mm-hmm. like so we'll get all the people to watch from all of these but then like in practice it's more like well the you know tft guys aren't gonna watch right. the other stuff everyone got a yeah, third so like, of a tournament yeah so it's, it's just it's interesting i loved the idea i yeah. thought it was really cool um and you know props to write for putting together something like that it's mm-hmm. just it's tough. I think it's really hard to I think it's really hard to make that work.
0: I think that because of the Spirit Blossom event and because we, you know, we're getting that in League TFT and in Runeterra, I think it made a lot of sense um for that, so I I definitely like that and it, again, look at these Twitch Rivals events for any game as promotional events and think about them as that. This is not the World Championships. This is not a yeah. strictly competitive grind of top pro players sometimes there are pro players in these events as we saw yeah but it's not always that and that's not what it's for it's for promotion it's for the streamers it's for the community it's for getting new eyes on the community in a in an accessible way so
1: yeah it's, it's for fun
0: Mm-hmm. yeah exactly uh so it, it, overall i uh you know i i don't think there's much more to go into it i think it's good i hope that there's more lor twitch rivals events and uh i think this one the only thing that didn't really go off super well about lor was uh twitch chat did not care for the eu casters of lor because no, they were they did not, not they were not uh L-O-R fluent is what I would say. Yes, um, yes. Yeah, so I, that, that's the only thing I would say. I think NA went went by really well and, and everything else was, was, was quite good. So with that saucy, let's get in to the meat and taters of this yeah. episode. Spirit Blossom, July 22nd through August 19th. We have got a an event and a brand new patch in one point six so we'll get into that and i will read off the uh the dev notes for balance in this patch so this is from ruben zoo live design lead for lor when designing and balancing lor we strive to set players up to dictate the meta by giving them a variety of tools to adapt and solve novel challenges while we're seeing a healthy range and diversity of different decks being played certain pervasive archetypes like Ionia Control, Heimerdinger, Noxus Base Aggro have proven too consistently powerful in a way that's limiting meaningful decision making both in and out of game. Left unchecked, this restricts deck building choices, crowding out poorly positioned strategies, and inhibiting players' abilities to adapt over time. Several of the changes you'll see below are targeted at powering down these archetypes in specific ways. While we gener- generally reserve nerfs for decks that cross win rate thresholds, this patch we're making adjustments to cards and strategies that may not be statistically overpowered, but represent pervasive health risks. By weakening them, we hope to unlock a wider range of consistently viable archetypes. In a similar vein, this patch also includes tweaks to several discard units aimed at increasing their satisfaction and usability and providing more varied foundation for the archetype. Let us know what you think. Okay. So, long story short, they're nerfing a bunch of stuff. It's not all because of overarching win rate. It is for other reasons as well. So, um, let's just start up, up at the top, yeah. Saucy. Heimer Dinger. Tell us what yeah, he, happened with the, the a, Donger.
1: He got a bit of a rework. So, uh, yeah. I will... Uh, start this discussion off with if you have not seen them go look at all the patch notes mm-hmm. themselves because we're not going to get into all the specifics because yeah. uh, there's a lot so just playroom look at the patch but they basically what they did was they reworked uh how his turrets work with mana costs and mm-hmm. the big one is the elusive turret is now uh the six mana turret yep. instead of the three mana turret and he's a six one elusive for six mana mm-hmm. um this is great because now flash of yep. brilliance doesn't kill you mm-hmm. um i played a game where they literally put 12 power of elusive threats on the board in one turn yep. on turn five and mm-hmm. killed me and that feels bad so um yep yeah yeah so they reworked it now the uh the three mana turret is the fierce of one um and they made the four mana turret the overwhelmed turret
0: mm-hmm. yeah this um it, it i mean it really changes Heimerdinger's play style, right? Um, yeah. Elusive, clearly the best one for the mana, like the best bang for your buck. Obviously, you want you know, yeah, especially early
1: on, like elusives are stronger early on,
0: right? Yeah, and and with Flash of Brilliance, which we'll, I mean, we can actually just talk about in in a second here. Uh, Flash of Brilliance, just the ability to cast multiple three cost spells at burst speed in succession on the same turn to create three, six, nine, twelve 12 plus power of units uninteractable and essentially or effectively for free was just, I mean, it made Heimerdinger so feast or famine because like, I mean, now with the 3, three cost being fearsome, which is kind of like, I mean, it's bad elusive, right? Like it's, it's... Elusive if they unless you have three power units or or better. So. um, The ability to create value from that, I mean, Heimerdinger is still going to be good, Yeah, but it's not like, oh, well, I have this like. I mean, drawing three of the same card, I guess, is kind of like. Not an anomaly, but it's not likely to happen, at least, you know, by turn five. Um, But it shouldn't be, like, an auto win, I don't think.
1: Yeah, exactly. now it's just... Yeah, I mean, it's it's a very... uh, It's an interesting rework, and I I think it's... I can't think of the word for it. It just lost out of my brain. But it's good because, like, he still gets played in decks that are generating value and using him as a value engine. Because that's what he originally was. Like, when we first played this card, we're like, we're playing it because he gives you... uh, He gives you followers for the spells you're playing. Mm -hmm. So all your spells create... blockers or attackers like he's giving you value and then he turned into i'm playing him because he makes elusives right that's literally what heimerdinger all i care about are the three cost ones yeah yeah so uh it's it's good because it makes him you know decks that still want that value engine still play him and now he's not just rolling you over with low-costed free elusives
0: Yep. i think heimer will still be good he'll be good in a different type of deck and because of Flash of Brilliance, which was changed and now costs four instead of three, he now also is not going to have those those nut draws where it's just like, oh, I got a bunch of stuff for free. Even if you have multiple Flashes of Brilliance, it's still going to effectively cost you one mana because it costs four mana and then you refill three, so it still costs you one mana. And you're getting Overwhelm units, which, I mean, again, if you have three uh, if you have three Flash of Brilliance's, you're paying effectively three mana for 3 four, one Overwhelms. That's still really good, but it's not, yeah. well, yes, I die, even though I have uh, a board right now.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if anyone who's, you know, played card games before knows that mana cheat and things that are free uh, end up being broken at some point, mm-hmm. and Flash of Brilliance ends up being a free card in the decks that play it.
0: Yep, so now um, I I think Flash of Brilliance, because it is, like you said, effectively free, I mean, now it it kind of costs one mana, but it's still, like, it's giving you a free spell. It's burst speed. There's so much about it that, like, rang ill when, when, uh, when, uh, when paired with Heimerdinger, so. Yep. Overall, really good change. I don't know. I have not heard anyone complaining about this. I mean, here's the thing. A 6-1 elusive is still strong, right? It's just yeah. it's just going to come in the game later when it makes sense that, you know, game-ending threats are going to be presented. And also, you know, if you have... You can have 12 mana with spell mana, so you can get two in one turn for sure, but that means you cast two 6-cost spells, and you're at uh, earliest turn 9 mm-hmm. to do that, yeah. so... And also, you know, it's still a six one, so you can you can deal with it pretty easily. It's not like the three ones. Like, yes, you can deal with them with withering whale or whatever, but like, it's just so easy to get more after the after the first you know effect. So,
1: yeah, yeah, and <sighs> yeah. and it kind of like as the developer notes was saying at the start, it's it leads even if it's not the most oppressive thing to happen, it leads to a lot of really feel bad moments when mm-hmm. that happens. So. Um, I like it. I, I like, I, and it was funny cause when we were playing last night, someone's like, uh, do you think Heimer needs a nerf or whatever? And I was like, here's, and this is literally the game where the dude put 12 power worth of stats on turn <laughs> five and they're all elusive." I'm like, yep, that's why he needs a nerf. Yep. Like he, yeah, he played three flash of brilliance and then the uh, twin uh, discipline. So de- I was Jeez. like, with nothing on the board. And I'm like, I guess I die now. <laughs> that was yep. cool.
0: Yeah, that actually happened at. uh, That happened in fight night number two. Winding God had uh, had the Hymer and went flash, 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 twin disciplines and killed on like turn. I think it was turn five or maybe turn six. Yeah. Uh, Insane. It was like. Which is fun. Which, like. Is And the fact that it's just so uninteractable is, I think, what r- yeah. really goes um against the grain of what Runeterra is all about. But we move on and we talk about Braum, who had his time in the sun for <laughs> two weeks. Braum not getting bumped quite back down to what he was, but he's he's still a four mana zero or he's st- still a four mana champion. But now he's going back down to zero power on the front end. Still generates the mighty Poro, uh, the first time he takes damage, and leveled up. Brom is the same as it was before, except it's a one six instead of a two six. So just took one power away from Brom. Um, I mean, I think he's still going to be decent at least, but this does take a lot of wind out of his uh, out of his sails.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think he's he's still. I think he's still better than old Brom was, just because mm-hmm. you get that value originally. Um, the the problem with him before was he was also removal because he had that one power, yep. so he could kill the Glenglade Dues and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So, um, yeah, yeah. It makes him considerably weaker, but still, I don't think he's completely unplayable.
0: Right. Yeah, I think it's just going to take a little bit more work to make him that like good
1: yeah and i I think that goes more along the philosophy of the game where they don't want the champions that are just auto include in every deck for no Mm -hmm. reason now he's going back to he is more build around you want to play him with the take hearts and you know stuff like that where before you're just like oh i'm in i'm playing braum because he's Mm -hmm. damn good
0: yeah yeah i think this will probably this will severely lower his ability and his his um his value in a deck like bald Eagle or, or um, because like, you don't have any way to really interact with him. He's just going to be a zero five, which is eh, again, it's all right against aggro, but like the fact that you're not doing that one damage is, is pretty huge. Um, Yeah.
1: Yep. And also like leveled up a, a two attack is so much more than one attack. So Braum is uh, way more manageable if you're the opponent at one six
0: yeah and and having played braum in that braum deck so much like and and because that deck was uh was really a deck that uh could could pump him up easily i mean it was with omen hawks i was playing um oh uh bring me tea to gain the strength of rivers that guy um (laughs) You know who I'm talking about, yeah, uh,
1: <laughs> the dude. The old man, uh,
0: inspiring mentor. That's who. That's who yep. he is. Um, it's playing him. So like, even like matchup to matchup, like it was like, okay, do I need a two power, uh, brom? Yes, I do actually. And this matchup, a two power brom is way better, um, <sighs> than a one power. Or like, I can get a three power brom, or like, I need a four power zed or something. Like matchup to matchup, it actually makes a difference. So you never want. A zero power Braum if you can avoid it yeah. so i think like specifically the shadow isles versions with brahm and like even like the like Braum swain that was just like we're playing brahm as like a mid-game engine and like a board controller he's gonna get significantly worse in that uh in 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 that instance because you i mean yes you can hit him from Omenhawk, but you could hit Old Brom from Omenhawk as well, and it just wasn't exactly. worth running.
1: Yep, exactly.
0: So, uh, Big agree. Yeah, another frailyard card uh, being nerfed, and this is the last of the champion changes. Uh, well, direct champion card changes, I guess, uh, is Egnivia is going from two health down to one health. Vile feasts rejoice as an egg yeah. is now on the menu.
1: Yeah, I think it's reasonable. Anivia's proven to be uh, pretty; she can be pretty oppressive at times. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I, it's interesting just because uh is is Anivia now the most changed champion? I'm trying to think because she's been changed um, quite a bit.
0: She's been changed a lot. Uh, she's she's to... hard
1: to balance. Cha- like really champions that have natural yeah. recursion like that. Um, Are tough and so yeah, this makes the uh like the especially the like miscall versions that are trying to get a whole bunch out more difficult because the eggs are way more manageable.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, being able to hit like to actually play withering whale or vile feast or or what have you. I mean, there's just so many. There's like there's so many more one damage um effects across different uh, different regions and you you're not like priced into playing something like P and Z to be able to thermo beam or mystic shot or, or what have you to deal with the egg. Like that's the, like Anivia is, is, I mean, her stats are kind of inefficient for how much she is, uh, I guess, but like she has a really good effect and she naturally recurs. The counterplay to that is like, you need to kill her twice. Um, like before turn 10 and it's like, yeah, you can, but there's already so much, uh, to, to deal with that and, uh, uh, to prevent that. And like rekindler doesn't care, even if you do kill the egg. So now like, you know, you have the opportunity to maybe keep them from having five out <laughs> instead of, you yeah. know, maybe they'll only have four or three Anivia's instead of five.
1: Yeah, Exactly. It is, yeah. It's a, it's a pretty. I mean, I don't think it, uh, like makes her unplayable. Again, it does just lower her a little bit. Mm-hmm. Makes you think about. Makes you have to use your brain when you're playing Evia.
0: Yeah, I, I'm. But I'm wondering, and I'm wondering this about Braum, too. I, I've seen, I, I've seen this in, well, not really Magic because they don't nerf cards, but like in Hearthstone, in even in TFT, like the community tends to take. Uh, buffs and nerfs like further than maybe they should go, where it's like, oh, this card got buffed, therefore it must be good, so I'm gonna play it, and then it gets really good, or like you actually find out that it was good the whole time. Like, was seven cost Anivia really so bad that it was never played, and six cost Anivia is all of a sudden one of the best decks in the format?
1: Yeah, no, no, like, at all. Well, and like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I was playing an, I was playing a lot of Anivia when right? people were saying it was yeah, I was playing Kegnivia and just War Mothers. Like, yeah, it's I'm like, Anivia's still, like, a lot of times a board clear on her own. Mm-hmm. It's just not horrible. But like you said, yeah, people take buffs and nerfs as law. They're like, oh, this card got nerfed. No matter what the change is, it's uh, totally unplayable now. Right,
0: yeah. So I I wouldn't be surprised if we see much less Anivia and much less Braum, mm-hmm. even if their power levels would lead us to believe that they actually should see more play. But we'll see. Some... We shall see. Yeah. Next up, we've got relentless pursuit, uh, and this change is going from fast speed down to slow. Really, um, not a huge change. I think there's, there are definitely situations where it was correct and good to play it at fast speed, but I feel like I saw those rarely. <laughs> like. Mm-hmm. It mo for the most part, most of the time, it was played at slow speed anyway.
1: Yeah, and uh, they, they explained the reasoning is like they want rally itself to be a slow speed effect. Um, that's why, like, they like to put it on uh, followers, you know, like the, the orange man, yep. yeah, and stuff like that. So they're like, yeah, they they actually said they wanted to make this change for a while, and so they decided to just make it uh, slow speed. Yep. And so, yeah, same for illusions or pursuit as well, obviously.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, um i mean i think it's uh it's fine like i don't think that this is going to change the power level of the card whatsoever i mean there were there are times where it made sense to play it during combat because um you know it effectively takes away one additional action from your opponent to play a blocker but uh-huh. that's i that you know they they talked about that that's part of the reason they wanted to nerf it is like well we like relentless pursuit is kind of a gotcha in a in a sense but not like a a gotcha and oh by the way you now have you now no longer you have one chance to respond it's like attacks okay i'm gonna play something post-combat they play this okay i actually have another thing i can play to protect myself but i think in most in the majority of cases it's not gonna matter that this got changed um exactly but something that I think is absolutely going to matter. Got changed is arena bookie, yeah. Going from a three cost down to a two cost and is actually getting a health buff as well. Going from a three mana two one to a two mana two two. That's insane. And this yeah, card, it's a,
1: it's a big change.
0: If if you forgot what this card did or didn't know what it did in the first place, this is a a Noxus follower. It says at the start of round, discard your lowest cost card to draw one. This is a card saucy that I always wanted to get into decks, but it was just so awkward. It yeah. costs three. And it's like, would I ever play this over a Draven? And, and it, like, come on. Like, am I ever doing that? It's like so clunky. And like, oh, also Vile Feast exists, Static Shock, uh, all the all the one damage things. Like it just dies yeah. to everything. Now it's like cost two and it got a health increase I I see a lot of arena bookies in our future saucy
1: yeah it's it's really sick this is a card that you know both you and I we were trying to make work for a while with yeah. Draven and other things it was right when Draven got nerfed we're like yeah. all right how can we make Draven good and uh, it's just I mean it's so sick when you discard a zero cost spell to draw a card mm-hmm. Um, and we'll see like a discard itself as an archetype uh, got some other buffs and improvements yeah and this it's now just a good card. Like it, it passes, like the, the stats are decent mm-hmm. and it's effect is quite strong. So I like it.
0: Yeah. I mean, you discard axes, you discard, uh, you can discard puff cap spells if you want to play, yeah. you know, if you yeah. want to play your, your, uh, your, your wumps, um, you just discard your low ends. I mean, obviously the, you know, you discard your, um, your, put directly into play cards as well. Like it's just a good, I mean, if you played magic at all, you know how good, I mean, this is technically a uh, rummage, not a, not a loot, but like that effect is very, very good, especially when you can manipulate it and you're generating free cards in your hand with axes from Draven and puff caps and all that. Uh, And and also you have discard matter spells. You have stuff like jinx where you want to empty your hand. And again, if you're unfamiliar with it, if you have one card in hand with this, um and this goes off when the discard happens in between the discard and the draw jinx will level up it sees that yep. you had no cards in your hand and will level up so uh it's really strong in that sense as well so i mean like you said saucy passes the vanilla test has a really quite good ability i think that this card alongside a couple others which uh we'll talk about in a second really Opens up that like mid range discard themed uh, archetype up a lot actually
1: yeah and and something to something else is they they talked about since we're gonna see a couple other noxus units that got nerfed they wanted to buff one which is right I think totally reasonable
0: oh you know what this also does saucy this gives you a discard but you know what it also gives you a draw for twisted fate
1: oh yeah oh, I like it oh, I like it let
0: the brewing begin uh, mm-hmm. uh, let's but... all brew <laughs> let us brew together um, get... oh
1: and we can for our slot bots this is gonna be great ooh, ooh,
0: ooh, 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 ooh. Other. oh <laughs> that's right oh <gasps> Ooh, I'm getting excited. Um, And I'm going to be playing Get Excited, although in that deck I wouldn't be able to because that would be 3 Never mind. Uh, okay, Basilisk Rider. Well, let's talk about all three of these cards. Basilisk Rider, Crimson Disciple, and Legion Grenadier all getting touched here. Basilisk Rider getting one less power. Crimson Disciple now, instead of doing two damage with its abilities, only doing one, and same with Legion Grenadier. Only doing one yep. when it dies. So pretty big nerfs to uh, the core of a lot of Noxus aggro-based strategies.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, Crimson Disciples has been regarded as one of the strongest, if not the strongest, two-drop in the entire game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's so, so damn strong. I mean, I had a game where I think... All but two damage I did to the enemy nexus was through a crimson disciple, <laughs> through one crimson disciple. Wow. Mind you, one disciple. And I won that game. I, and I, ju- I just kept healing it up and giving it, I had to mm-hmm. a, a take heart on it and all this crap. Wow. And yeah, it was really dumb. I'm like, let me prove to you how stupid this card is. Yeah. Uh, and the same with the the grenadier. Like, he makes combat math just a, a damn nightmare. Yep. Um, you're like, blocking him doesn't, like, killing him doesn't do anything. Uh, Do note, though, the grenadier. Now he does only one damage to the enemy Nexus, but they did give him one more health, so now he's a 3-2.
0: Oh, I didn't even realize that. Yep. So oh, they did, yeah.
1: They gave him a little more health. Okay. So now he's a minion. He's reasonable. Yep.
0: He's been upgraded to exactly kind of meh. Um, yeah, but still I'd, rather,
1: I'd rather the units have more stats and do less direct damage, because direct yeah. damage... Um, it, it's it's really difficult in this game, especially because when a lot of the effects are at burst speed, like transfusion yep. mm-hmm. and whatnot, like that feels so bad when you lose to a transfusion on a disciple, yep. like thirty games in a row. Mm. Um. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, it, it does. When like again, they the, their stated goal is like we want your decisions and interactivity in the game to matter, um, and you literally can't. Um, now, I'm fine with some of that. Uh, you know, warning shot, etc., that type of effect. I think yeah. is it's fine to have and some, you know, I'm also, I'm also fine with, um, with pump spells being burst speed as well, because we yeah. know if it's not burst speed, it's just not playable. Yeah. Yep. So I, I don't want to see something like fury of the North go to like a uh, fast speed because the card just, yeah, or like take unplayable. heart or something, right? Just completely unplayable at that point.
1: Yep. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. So, yeah, y- I mean, this, this is good. Um, now it, I I think it's I like th- I mean I talk about this every time but I'm just gonna re-say it again. Mm-hmm. I don't like the the um zero thought deck building decks where you just put all of these effects in a deck and right. play, play. Um, so now you actually think about things. I think Crimson's Disciples a lot. I mean, I think I think it's still a good card, and I think it's um a lot more manageable and reasonable now because mm-hmm. uh, she she was just so stupid. The card was just so dumb before.
0: Yeah, it's just like it it really just made it and and the fact that her um her ability did the same amount of damage as her attack just made it like it just made blocking a nightmare it's like well i guess yeah. like do i block i guess i do and then it's like they heal and it's like well i guess i, I don't even know um it's yeah, like was I, it
1: was it good i lost my unit but like is this a good trade
0: right um which i mean i'm 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 fine with cards being strong it's just like yes. it needs to be a little I don't know, it's it's tough, but I, I think this this definitely, I mean, it makes her way worse, obviously, but I think it this yeah. like tones down aggro strategies like to a point where it's like okay, you can play. There are other options now. It's like, oh, playing an aggro Noxus deck. Okay, four or three Crimson Disciple, three um, uh, three bombers are 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 um the other one you know you know yep. what i'm talking about yeah the other I'm one about. Uh, the bomber the bomb bomber girl that's who it is tank girl um it, now it's like okay maybe i'll play something like legion grenadier although i, I kind of well grenadier was just it was annoying because of the reason that you said saucy it's like the last breath happens instantaneously it's not a skill it just happens. In one health, like it's just easy to manipulate that to kill your own guy. So like it's like, yeah, you have a Legion Grenadier, um, and a transfusion, you're doing four uninterruptible just that damage is gonna happen no matter what. Yeah, um exactly. So yeah, it's um I think overall it's good. It's obviously gonna nerf the power level of those aggro decks, which I mean Again, people people hate aggro decks, but I'm t- I'm telling you, just be careful what you wish for when you're saying you don't want aggro to be in the format because yeah. aggro weeds out a lot of degenerate stuff that might be just a, take a little bit too long to get online, but man, it can be bad. So I'm just saying, be careful what y'all wish for when you're saying we don't want aggro in the game or we hate all these aggro strategies. So just
1: Exactly. And I- uh, I think I do think the deck was a little too overtuned and just yeah. a little too fast. So I think that aggro is still gonna be fine. People I mean, anytime anything changes, it's the end of the world, right? right. But I think there's still plenty of viable aggro options, including maybe a whole discard package now. We can yes. use some discard aggro.
0: Yes. I don't I'm I'm still, I think, of the opinion that the discard strategy is better suited in like more of a mid range deck that can Mm -hmm. be aggressive, not like a burn deck. Um, but we'll, we'll see that, but yes, great segue. As we talk about sump dredger and Zonite urchin. So sump dredger is going from a two cost up to a three cost. So technically a nerf there. Um, and, but now instead of to play me discard one, it is to play me discard one and draw one. So you're, Effectively paying one more mana to draw a card to play this card. Um, which, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, one, one mana to draw a card, usually pretty good. Now, Dredger saw virtually zero play, so I don't have a ton of hope for it. But I also said that about um, uh, Basilisk Rider, the patch when it got buffed, so I apparently know nothing. Um Yeah, I Zon- agree. yeah I, exactly. And Zonite <laughs> Urchin, now... Uh, instead of uh okay so they changed zonite urchin entirely okay so zonite urchin's old text was last breath draw a card to play me discard one now it's just to play me discard one and draw one so you're just getting that draw immediately instead of having the zonite urchin needing to die
1: yeah and i think uh these are both Pretty big changes. Yeah. Um. I think it's actually like I think Zona Urchin might actually be very, very strong right now. Yes. Uh, just just thinking you know in magic discarding a card to draw a card is so powerful and in this game like we don't have as many ways to draw cards as it is right so um it is a nerf so it is a, it's, a, it's a it's a pseudo berf. nerf to all of your cards that make one mana, is like the jailbreak and all of that crap so right. you know because those when you got one of these you just get a free draw but right um yeah because you get to control this effect so anything mm. that seemed like a quote-unquote bad effect but you control it is always a good thing. Uh, Like effects where it's like both players sacrifice a unit or things like that are always good for the person who plays it. So discarding a card to then draw a card is very good. You get a, Mm -hmm. you know, you're filtering your hand. You can be like, Oh yeah, this card doesn't do anything in this matchup. Let me discard it and get something relative. So uh, I think it's very good.
0: It's half a rummage on a two one, which is perfectly fine. Like I think that's, Again, I think it's really going to like it ups the core of what the like Jinx based uh, discard decks are. And again, I think, you know, this 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 makes me think of Casino with, uh, you know, like Jinx um, Twisted Fate because, yeah, you're discarding, but you're also drawing here. So um, I think that gets uh, gets a nod. The old style like Jinx. Draven like mid-range beatdown decks I think also, you know, with the sort of taming of hyper aggro and also the buffing of some of these cards, I think a strategy like that um may have a uh, a time to shine as well. So a lot of a lot of good changes coming in, we might see a very very different meta here. Um but Speaking of different metas, we move into what I think is the most changed region here. Maybe Noxus was no. I think this. Is, I think Ionia is Ionia. Yeah. A lot of changes here, and we start with uh, Shadow Assassin going from a two-two down to a one-two. We're now playing three mana for Squire Saucy.
1: Yeah. Uh. It. I mean. I get it cause she is one of those cards. Every deck I ever play that has Ionia has three of these. Yeah. Um, you just put them in cause it's so good. Three mana for a two, one elusive draw card or two, two. So good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, they're trying to make it to where aggressive, elusive, uh, minions aren't as prevalent. Right. Um, she can still be played in decks that want to use her on defense. So she's still totally fine. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, how many, t- how many times has this card been changed? Is this the second time?
0: I don't think that this one was changed before. Now you're making me second guess it. The conspirator was, or um, the two the two mana bounce a guy was changed before, and the three mana bounce all your guys was changed before. Was Shadow Assassin different before? before. Maybe she was. Oh, did she used to cost four mana? You might be right. Oh God, I don't even remember that.
1: I thought she was
0: something else, but I don't she remember. might have been. I it, it, it's uh, I don't know. I don't remember very I don't remember very well. made. she may have been four mana. Now that I think about it, I don't remember. Um, but you know, at one two three mana, one two. Uh, I think that this really does lower the ability to play her in like aggressive decks. It makes me. Much, well, the good thing is that now at the three drop spot, all of a sudden the um, the um uh Solitary Monk starts to look a little bit better compared to this. It's like, yeah. I had to bounce all my guys, and I only get plus one, plus one, and I don't draw a card. Uh, I think I'm just going to take all the positives from Shadow SS, And now was like, okay, a one-two a one, is not threatening whatsoever.
1: So no. Now
0: it's like do I want to run this in, in like an aggressive deck or like a Kinku elusives based deck, or do I want to run like anything else, <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. um, so I think she's still, yeah.
1: I think she's still playable in like slow decks. I think that's fine. Um, but you you're, might not be playing this anymore in aggro.
0: Yeah. I feel like it certainly opens up the conversation to, Go, if you're playing an elusive's base like more aggro or like not not necessarily hyper aggro but like closer it opens up the possibility of um playing bilge water instead and playing um zap sprayfin and another card that we're going to talk about uh in a second in bilge water um but yeah i'm i mean obviously way 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 worse for shadow assassin but like shadow assassin is one of those cards that was never oppressive, but it was everywhere. It was just like such yeah. a good value card. Yeah. Um,
1: like, like I don't think I ever made it an, an, like I deck that didn't have three copies.
0: Yeah. So I, I, I like the change kind of, even though I was literally using this card specifically, uh, not, uh, you know, 24 hours ago, a yeah. lot. Um, But it, it's not that it was super powerful. It just, just closed off the options which i think is a a bad thing overall even though i like playing this card um we move on to steel tempest yasuo getting uh getting some buffage here Mm -hmm. steel tempest now which is yasuo spell uh stunning attacking enemy in case you forgot what that card did is now two cost instead of three this is also kind of pretty big saucy i think we might actually see this card a lot yeah
1: yeah, it's it's good. One, it's a card that I always screw up because I don't play <laughs> these type of decks very often, and I forget it's an attacking enemy. Yep. Um, I'm always like just stun an enemy, but uh, it two mana to stun at fast speed. It's pretty good.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, when it was three, it, it always felt weird because you have frostbite at three, and that's like not strictly better but it's better a lot of the time because yeah you can frostbite anything and also you can frostbite when they block and you kill their guy instead of just removing them from combat so like frostbite just felt way 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 better and now it's the effect is still better but it costs one more mana so that's a big thing
1: yeah and also, like, it just felt worse than playing, like, Concussive Palm, because, like, I'll pay oh, one yeah. mana concussive to get a 3-2 uh, dude as well. So, yeah. now, this at 2, it's looking pretty tasty.
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Karma Ezreal already had a lot of ways to stall the board, and now it's got an even cheaper way um, to do it. And uh, we don't even need to hear the Heimer players complaining about how it doesn't cost 3 anymore. Because yeah, it, it wouldn't matter. matter it <laughs> would have been funny God, if they, that,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was an annoying meme.
0: Yep. Where? Uh, oh, actually, pilfered goods is better now because it costs three. Yeah. Um. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, already kind of saw the, a little bit of resurgence of Yasuo. So I think that this will certainly put it as a contender. Though other cards in that archetype have gotten shifted, which we'll talk about in a second. But River Shaper is another. Ionia card here going up from a 2-1 up to a 2-2. Two this two. seems like a slow quality of life type of change that they've been making to cards uh, over the past several patches where it's like these either I survive damage or strike cards like this are like, yeah, now River Shaper actually going to get to hit more than once. Like if they have an Omen Hawk, you can actually attack into it now.
1: Exactly. Uh, I mean, River Shaper. God, this is a card. This was actually one of my favorite cards. And uh, I think it was a second closed beta um, playing it in. I was playing it in a more slower, like more, more slower and uh, slower <laughs> decks. Yeah, uh, because, you know, drawing spells specifically is, you know, if you're tutoring for that is good and it's on strike. But yeah, if you can get this effect twice off the card, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm.
0: Again, it specifically says draw. So Twisted Fate and slotbot, yeah. very happy
1: oh. yeah i i think this is great i think this card could actually be playable
0: i mean it, again this is and this is like a direct sort of corollary to shadow assassin like is this card as good as shadow assassin was N- no even as, as, even as it's buffed but it it now is at a power level that is similar if not definitely better than what shadow assassin is now and has a higher upside like these are the type of cards where it's like at a base, it's probably weaker than, you know, card A, but its potential is stronger. That's fu- so mm-hmm. then it's like you've got, if you had a bunch of those, it's like, okay, well, I'm playing a scenario where card C is actually going to be really good. I'm going to be seeing the high end of card C uh-huh. or the high end of card B or the high or like card B would never work in my deck, but card D is insane. But what actually happened and with Shadow Assassin is it's card A and it's like a seven out of 10 at all times where like, even if a card can be an eight out of a 10 or a four out of a 10, it's like, I'm just going to play the seven out of 10 every time. So,
1: yeah. And so I actually remember what, what this was being played in a lot was the shin Fiora. Day yep. Because you were trying to draw specifically all your barriers for Fiora mm-hmm. um, or your one of judgment. But, I we could potentially see if if the meta, you know, changes enough. We could see that deck come back. We've seen Shin a little bit now. Yeah. Um Fiora hasn't seen hardly any play ever since people started playing Scouts, but yeah. Maybe maybe I mean Fiora's cool and this works on that deck really well.
0: Yeah, it's almost like uh like you're fine using a effectively a a barrier to draw a card with this card because it's gonna replace itself with a barrier most likely. Yep. So you're certainly fine doing that obviously the judgment synergy is there as well and uh yeah i mean it can it can certainly make its way into a fiora uh shell it could also I, I i do think it's possible we see something like a twisted fate ionia we saw a little bit of that like twisted fate karma uh at the yeah. beginning of rising tides with the like the klepto package but it kind of fell out of favor uh, after a while maybe we can maybe see it so that'd be interesting, but yeah. saucy the last card in Ionia being changed is our good friend. Sir William of Ionia who is now five mana instead of four huge nerf big. And, uh, and
1: everyone was surprised, yeah. right? <laughs>
0: One of the most pervasive cards in, uh, in legends of Runeterra. It's just the catch all to everything. It's so good especially in a for, in a uh, a game like LoR it just answers everything it gives you tempo it it's just so good it it needed to be five for a while
1: yeah i agree cards just too strong uh, i i mean i had a game last night playing Lee Sin where my opponent nabbed all three of my wills so Oof. you know they were they were a talented opponent um but yeah <laughs> it f4 f4 four, four mana it's just it's too good it's too good
0: yeah it. Uh, I wish I would have made it six that we could make a uh, an elusive turret. Um, <laughs> oh my god! I've got to leave. I suddenly have to do something. Yeah. Oh I man. Um, I I think Will of Ionia. I see. Here's the thing. I really, really liked Will of Ionia because it's one of those cards that just so um so directly allows you to flex your skill on your opponent and like punish their greed um but in the same vein it also like kept things so oppressive like will of ionia is a sole well not the sole reason but like a very um a very compelling reason to never see unyielding spirit played ever um yeah and for what it's worth will of ionia still going to be played. It's just not going to be an auto 3 of or like at minimum 2 of. It's like maybe a 2 of, maybe a 1 of in in some controlling decks. It's still going to be good.
1: Yeah, exactly. I think I mean, yeah, it's it's still still a good card. That effect is super strong. Yeah. Um it's just not as uh ridiculous. Yeah.
0: Okay, last two cards on the list go hand in hand. We've got Golden Narwhal and Hunting Fleet. Golden Narwhal is going down to a two cost, and is, uh, its health is being reduced down to three. So it's now a two mana, two, three, instead of a three mana, two, four. And Hunting Fleet is going from a five mana, seven, seven, down to a four mana, six, six. Yeah, These are both pretty huge, I think, just buffs in general. Like, yeah. you didn't care that much about that extra one health for Golden Narwhal. And it's like, if you think about it in the inverse, like, would I pay one mana to give it plus zero, plus one? No, I would never do that. So, (laughs) would I shave off a mana to make, to give it plus, uh, plus or minus zero, minus one? Yes. I would love a one mana, two, two (laughs) elusive, two, three. Or, well, yeah, if if I shaved another, if I shaved an additional off, it would be, yeah. So,
1: yeah, and, and hunting fleet's interesting, like a four mana, six, six there's some there's that's interesting right that might be something i want to play
0: it's close for sure five mana it's just like i mean five mana is such a powerhouse cost there's so many good things and like yes seven seven is big but like even compared to like garen or gangplank it's like it's got plus two plus two it gives your opponent an elusive unit um it already gets blocked immediately the first time like yes you get to you get to um you know, challenger, the, the narwhal away, but, uh, it just felt like a lot of work to go through for just a seven, seven for five mana. Now it's like for four mana. It's closer.
1: Hear me out now. Now this is not, you know, I'm not known to suggest this for every single card change or am I hear me out. (laughs) This is the deck. This is the deck. Listen here. Everyone. You heard it first. Callista (laughs) hunting. Because it summons the vulnerable, dude, and you can challenge that with Callista. Ooh. And so then you just have a 6-6 six, six they got to do because they always block Callista to kill the stupid thing that you're right. trying to attack
0: with. That's true. It's a
1: four mana 6-6. Six, six. It's pretty cool.
0: Wait, but can you... Callista chal... has to be declared entirely as an attacker first, so you can't challenge the narwhal that it creates, right?
1: Sure. I don't know.
0: <laughs> Someone we'll we'll test it out. We'll we'll I'm let, just you know, sure. over here in theory crafting. I like it. I like it. Bilgewater Shadow Isles uh Hunting Fleet Callista. You heard it here really, first. Really, I
1: just put Callista with every card yes, that gets changed. You do. I was like, Callista Captain Farron. Let's go. Oh, Callista River Shaper.
0: <laughs> Ooh. It doesn't work. It's gonna be tough. Do, <laughs> it's gonna be tough to get. But yeah, I'm wondering, um I, I was expecting you to say uh, uh, Timo Golden Narwhal Elusives, but <laughs> I mean,
1: yeah, obviously. <laughs> have, well, we were trying. Yeah, I've been trying to think of other ways to just make like weird elusive decks with him. This could be this could be the one. We do have some decent elusives in Bilgewater.
0: I mean, yeah, you have Fizz, uh, who's like pseudo elusive. You have the Golden Narwhal. Now you've got Zap Sprayfin. You've got the five mana four, four, five, five mana four four yeah slippery dude. You've got Bubble Bear. I mean, yep, come on,
1: soloist.
0: You've got smooth soloist. Uh, I think you might be onto something that's saucy. Yeah, Bilgewater Elusives yeah. featuring Teemo. Yeah, you don't even need you don't even need Ionia. Ionia, that's no. that's old. That's old. That's 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 broke. Bilgewater I mean, all P&Z Ionia elusives.
1: elusives. All the Ionia Elusives keep getting nerfed. Uh, No one's touching the the 2-3 uh, elusive from PNZ. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's true.
1: What, what is it, the Aeronaut or something? Yeah.
0: Also, no one's touching Batman, the uh, five-mana, what is it, 4-3 challenger? Is that what he... Uh, I forget what he's Sure. From. You know, that one that you've seen if you've played Expeditions that looks like Batman?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, what is his dumb name? The it's He's the something... challenger...
0: Like it's got like a weird name that's not like an English name that I don't remember.
1: Yeah, it, he he's one of those named cards that's not a champion.
0: Yeah, it'll come to me. Now I'm gonna. Now Tomorrow. I'm gonna, now I'm. I want to. I want to. I want to find it. Um. But yeah, I I do think that there is likely. A, nope didn't come up when I typed in five mana four three elusive so it's gone now <laughs> um I tried it's uh, sorry it's just sorry oh you're sorry okay we got there Batman. um yes aka Batman that's a ooh now we're talking yep now yep. uh, Z Bilgewater uh, elusives might be the future especially Ab- since
1: and abyssal eye oh
0: <sighs> i'm i'm officially sold now actually we need to delete this episode because i don't want this to get out (laughs) (laughs) i gotta hit number one on the rank uh so uh Uh,
1: sorry we had no pod. so if you're just tuning in sorry we had no podcast (laughs) Yeah, no podcast nothing to Uh, listen
0: to here don't go back and listen that's uh didn't happen for sure yep nope no uh no
1: we had no podcast this week no uh perfect
0: deck epiphanies that happened on stream nope didn't happen nope 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 not here Definitely not here. Mm-hmm. I think uh,
1: there's enough to actually do an entire deck with just elusive minions. You also uh, have daring Poro and prowling Cutthroat. Y- wow.
0: Wait, do you have? Is there enough to make it Vanya? No, I'm not going to do. Wait, you have uh, you have daring Cutthroat, elusive Poro, and Teemo and Fizz. Is this yep. a Vanya deck? Is oh this a- yeah. <laughs> <it is. Absolutely. laughs>
1: so if you're playing oh! Buggy, you're legally you're legally required to play Sumpworks map so you can give him elusive
0: <laughs> oh boy oh, oh oh boy we have uh we have stumbled across the greatest deck of all time um uh, yep. but before we go saucy i want to talk about this um just in general the spirit blossom festival the um the board the event pass what do you what are you thinking about it just in general what are your initial thoughts on it
1: uh i think it's super cool i haven't got a a chance to play the labs but i've been getting messaged by people all day long wanting Mm. to fight me in labs with this (laughs) one um and it it looks sweet from from what i've seen uh i so i and I didn't get any of the the I played TFT the one season pass they did. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot which one it was. I think it was the first Galaxy's pass. Yeah, and I thought it was really cool because you have like these things you're working towards, yes. and it's more stuff to play towards. Um, it, like for people that if you do play the game a lot, you're the ones that you're probably catering to because the the pass you have to uh, pay pay coins for, yeah. right? Um, but you get a bunch of cool stuff, like you get yeah. a bunch of guardians and tokens and card backs and. Uh the cute little the cute Kit Guardian. Yep. Which is really damn cute. I think
0: you get the Kit Guardian for free no matter what. Like, <laughs> yeah, you just But you
1: get the you get the festival one, right? Or like the the decked out one at the end. Yeah, yeah.
0: You get the decked out one. And they made the best uh they made the best Guardian skin ever, the fucking Gromp Gromps uh Spirit Blossom. Best best oh, yeah. skin.
1: They made a bunch of ones, didn't they? Cuz they did the uh Yeah, Shark Silver Ring and, Guardian has one. Silverwing Guardian, yeah. Um, two of them, I guess. Yeah. And and good emotes. And there's some good emotes. Yeah. The yeah, uh, it's uh it's exciting cuz I like cosmetics. I love more cosmetics. than I should. I mean, they could have made this thing like 50 bucks and I'm going to probably buy it, which they did. I
0: I apparently. I almost I was thinking like if they made like a really like in depth one and did like a fifty or hundred dollar one, like I'm in. I, I would hundred percent be in because uh, I'm a degenerate. But like you know, I think like honestly, reasonable, reasonably, reasonably priced. Um, like and and also, if you don't want to, uh, if you don't want to buy the premium pass, you get stuff for free. Like I I was looking yeah. at it today, and it's like you get like. Um, at least a champion. You get the original guardian. I think you get. Um, I don't remember emote. if you get a card. You get an emote. I don't remember if you get a card back. You get or a not. couple of emotes. Yeah, you get a couple of emotes. You get like three thousand shards. A chan a random champion. Um, oh, yeah, I think one card back and like some emotes and a and a um uh uh what are they called? The I I can't, I can't even think of what they're called. The you know those icon? things that we don't icon yeah man I'm I'm I, my brain is gone um, my brain yeah, is is mush yeah. mush I just see the pink festival skins and I get happy so um, overall like super great like and I'm not even like I'm 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 not gonna lie I don't really care about the whole like anime type aesthetic like the I thought that the video was cool but like I'm in on this like this is really cool it looks amazing oh and by the way the the number one thing for me. You can click on stuff on the map. We yeah. It's finally, hear stone. Now board. we finally <laughs> hear stone now.
1: And we were, we were predicting this the very first uh, thing of boards, right? Yeah. We were talking about, there will be like an advanced board where you can click on shit. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you and I were never wrong unless it's about basilisk rider.
0: That is true. That is true. One, one, this also speaking of the board and it being epic rarity where the other ones are rare rarity this did um so my thought was not necessarily because i think a lot of people thought that oh well there's rare boards therefore there will be epic boards or legendary boards i thought that as a possibility and it turned out that that's true but i also thought that maybe it's like well all boards are rare and sometime there will be something else that is not a board but that will be a legendary cosmetic um not necessarily like there are rare epic and legendary for everything it's like boards are rare um guardians are common and that, so it did confirm that there are different levels there so i mean i want to know what now i, I want to know what a legendary board is but this epic board is absolutely epic it looks amazing it's super colorful you can click on the board i am i'm super happy about it
1: yeah and and like the the fox guardian or Mm. what it whatever they call it the kitsune one yeah uh is damn cute yeah and pink shark pink shark
0: pink shark is good
1: pink shark is strong
0: pink shark and i think purple um uh, Gromp, I think. Yeah. Pink or purple Gromp. Yeah, they yeah, gave, really good.
1: They gave uh Silverwing the uh like samurai hat. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I overall I think they, they knocked it out of the park with the, the Spirit Blossom event. Um and I'm I'm really happy with uh with the pass and the, the board and everything. And 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 the patch also is good. Like it's like just this is one of the best, I think, just patches in general. Um that rune has put out yet so i'm i'm very very happy
1: yeah i'm i'm stoked i think a lot of changes were needed a lot of good stuff happened uh and you know Callista got a buff with this uh hunting <laughs> <good day. laughs>
0: true 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 that's what saucy was looking for the like third uh third way removed minor buff to Callista. is exactly Calista. what saucy was
1: one day she'll be. Do you remember when uh, I had seventeen Callista decks when you came into my chat that one time? I sure do. <laughs> I'm like, I've got a problem. I but have it's a fine, problem. I admit it. It's like, oh my god, what is going on? <laughs>
0: Yeah, so good so good but saucy that is the end of the patch here for 1.6 for lor we got to get out of here and actually play this (laughs) this stuff so saucy where can people find you on the internet when you're not here on the show
1: yes uh you can find me saucymailman.com is my website um i also stream on twitch and make a lot of youtube videos just look for saucy mailman i do it um that's me
0: (laughs) yes 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 you can find uh both saucy and myself at discord.me slash rune terrible radio i know a lot of folks in chat already are there a lot of folks that are listening are already there but if you're not do yourself a favor join the discord it's an amazing community you're gonna know when uh saucy and i are doing anything in Runeterra, uh as well as a lot of the other community folks we have a uh you know self promo and and different media and and um different media and community stuff that's going on. So you're definitely going to want to be there again. Discord.me slash Rune Terrible Radio. You can also find me on the internet, on Twitter, twitter, twitter.com slash the underscore Blevins, or on Twitch, twitch.tv slash the Blevins. That's the best place to find me. But that is going to be it for this episode of Rune Terrible Radio. We'll be back next week. To let, we'll, we'll see uh, how far along saucy and i have gotten in our passes and if we've already completed them because we didn't stop playing since uh since uh since right now so I uh, complete. yeah uh <laughs> rip uh my my eu account is also already complete so uh, until then we'll see you all next week when we'll talk all about some more legends of rune <laughs>